Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another live edition of the Top Rope Report here on Facebook Live, Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcast. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia, and joining me every week, as usual, my co-host, my best friend, my tag team partner, the best in the business, the Melcher Greg. Greg, what's up? Uh, doing okay, doing okay. Um, little, little bummed out because you know one of the guys that I kind of like to pattern my interview skills around uh, has passed away. Larry King has passed away at the age of eighty-seven. Um, I consider it a big loss in the entertainment world. And um, oh, absolutely, so- absolutely. I mean- I mean, from, I mean, sports legends, wrestling fans, doctors, nurses, I mean, actors, actresses, singers, songwriters, I mean, you name it. You, you didn't make it until you got on Larry King Live. Absolutely. So to honor the memory of Larry King Live, Top Rope Report would like to do a moment of silence. Rest in peace, Larry. Yeah, he was one of the best, man. He had a lot of wrestlers on this show. I remember uh, one time he had Shawn Michaels on doing a Hulk Hogan impression. That was funny. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he was one Actually, of the when I, when I was looking it up, because I knew there was something Larry King-wise um, with, with WWE. And I'm like, I was done like saying like, is he in the Celebrity Hall of Fame part of WWE? And there's nothing saying that he was. Um, the only thing that showed that he actually was a celebrity guest host, I think it was 2014, um, that, that I saw that it was, or, or it could have been an interview that he did. But, I mean, that that's still, I mean, he passed at 87. That's only seven years ago, six years ago. I mean, so he was in his 80s yep. um, still doing things like that. So Absolutely. And COVID got him. COVID-19 got him. And it was uh, it was pretty tragic. I didn't find out till yesterday morning uh, when I was on my way to work. And I usually bring up TMZ to check news on there. And it was right on there, the very first story. So it was no, pretty- he, did, he did pass from... Complications? Oh uh, yes, that's what they said. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, he he. Pa- <laughs> Excuse me. Yes, he did uh, have COVID nineteen complications, and he passed away at the age of eighty seven. And okay. uh, it's a great loss to the entertainment world. So rest in peace, Larry. So SmackDown last night. What do you think? Well, I don't know. I didn't see SmackDown last night. I saw it Friday night. Or Friday night, rather. Um, it was it was okay. I mean, it wasn't anything, you know, great. Um, 
I mean, it's probably one of the first times in a while that I'm going to speak negatively because I, you know, okay, you know, we, we had talked off the air yesterday about it, and I mean, okay, Cesaro Dolph Ziggler was was a good match. Yep. What what did that have to do with anything? Building towards right anything. Um, I don't I don't think I mean. Dominic Mysterio and Baron Corbin. What did what that? Did, right, same thing. What did that? What did that build up to? You know, Chad Gable and Otis being involved in the little uh, obstacle course. I, I, you'd have to look at it as aligning with Bailey. Who's a heel and their face? Why? Why were they involved in it at all? Right. And, you know, there was just the show was just. It reminded me of a Monday Night Raw. It was senseless. It, it didn't make nothing on there made sense. Right. Nothing on there except for maybe the little banter between Cesaro and Daniel Bryan. Maybe you could see that as something that, you know, if neither one of them win the Royal Rumble, maybe that's a few that they can move forward with. Especially if, um, especially if one eliminates the other one, you know? Right, right, right. right. I, that's, what I'm, that's what I mean. Right. Um, even if neither one of them are in the ring at the same time and, you know, Daniel Bryan's in there and then he gets eliminated – before Cesaro even comes in, or vice versa. Um, as long as neither one of them win it and then get into a feud with whoever they're going to be challenging, right? I mean that that may be the only thing. Um, you know, what does that stupid obstacle course have to do for the campaign between Bailey and Bianca Belair? Yeah, no, it seemed like a lot of things that SmackDown did Friday night made absolutely no sense. And it just looked like they were phoning a lot of that stuff in. And, you know, it's, you know, the thing with Paul Heyman when he, oh, he hurt his ankle and, you know, cards subject to change. You knew what was going to happen right there after that. So. You had to know that it was going to happen when they made the match at the beginning of the show. Right. Yep. You knew that there was no way that Paul Heyman was going to wrestle. Right. That it was going to be, you know, at the very least, um, if you didn't think that it was going to be Roman Reigns, maybe it would have been Jey Uso, you know, taking care of the family's business. But you knew there was no way Paul Heyman was going to wrestle, and you knew that he was going to do the same thing that happened to him the week before. Right. Yep, that is definitely true. And next week, we are one week away from Royal Rumble, which means one week we start on the road to WrestleMania. Um, my favorite time of year, because this is when I really get into – you know, looking at all the wrestling and following it all a lot, and it's it's just going to be interesting with the matches. I just I just hope that this week, well, this Monday, tomorrow night, 
is the go home show for Monday Night Raw because the pay per view is right. next Sunday. So I'm just hoping that they do something out of the ordinary on Monday Night Raw to spice it up for the go home show. But I'm I'm not counting on it. But I'm just hoping. Right. And I mean, yeah. I mean, did they? They'll do their. I mean, out of the ordinary. Let's see. Hmm. There's going to be a face-to-face confrontation with Drew McIntyre and Goldberg. What are the chances one of them gets Spear, one of them gets a Claymore? Right. I mean, yep. it's going to be the same old, you know, I mean, there's now 12 men and 12 women that have declared um, for the Royal Rumble. So you got to imagine there's going to be a few more named um the three that were added from smackdown um on the men were Sami Zayn, dolph ziggler and shinsuke nakamura and then on the women's side lynn morgan ruby ryan and tamina um the dark horse to win the whole thing there you go you know tamina and oscar are gonna main event wrestlemania yeah or to or lana shows up but it's a surprise enter and she wins um, but yeah, it's going to be, um, and also I heard, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think I heard this on Friday night when I was watching some highlights from SmackDown that Sasha Banks versus Carmella at the Royal Rumble. Well, that's the thing is I, excuse me, that's, I, I mean, and I thought I heard that also being said on SmackDown but it's not officially listed as a match um, on WWE.com or on Wikipedia, where those are the two places I go for the matches. Um, I know that Sasha had said, if you want a shot at my title, I've got to you know, get a match with Reginald first. Right. So whether it's just assumed that that would be at the Royal Rumble, and not next Friday on SmackDown. Maybe that's why the commentators said what they said, but I haven't seen anything officially listed as that being added, added to the card. Okay. Yeah, because I, cause I know I remember hearing something about that. And, well, that would be, I think that would be a good match to add to the Royal Rumble because uh, they, they do have some history. Yeah, I guess, because then I guess that that way at least you know pretty much that Carmella won't be in the Rumble. I don't know. Right, um, and I, I was talking to DJ about that the other day, and he said, well, if they have – he goes, if they have Randy Orton versus The Fiend at the Royal Rumble, then that means none of them are going to be in the Royal Rumble match. Well, 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 that's – I mean, once again, that's something that I, I hit – I mean – you have to go back several years, and everybody did double duty. Right. It didn't matter. You had the match just before the Royal Rumble match, and you were still in the Royal Rumble match. Yep. Um, recently, they've changed as to where most of the time um, you're not in the Rumble match if you have a match on the card, unless you're Nia Jax, who 
beat the snot out of our truth to end to enter the men's Royal Rumble. Right. Or when Becky Lynch won the Royal Rumble, she had lost a match earlier because she lost her title. And then she, you know, I forgot who it was, got hurt. And so she, you know, lobbied herself and put in, and then she was put in and wound up winning it. Yep. So it does happen. Right. Um, yeah, that's one question I wanted to ask you. I mean, would you rather see Charlotte and Asuka in the Royal Rumble, or would you rather see Charlotte and Asuka defend the tag team title and not be in the Royal Rumble? I mean, I don't know if that's well, a dumb question. Asuka's or... a champion. She's not going to pull a Brock Lesnar and declare herself for the Rumble to defend her title in the Rumble. Like Brock Lesnar said he was going to do. He was going to, you know, win the Royal Rumble so he didn't have to face anybody at WrestleMania. Well, Asuka's not going to do that. Um, and, I mean, Charlotte, Charlotte will be in it regardless. Um, they're not going to find a number one contender to wrestle against Charlotte and Asuka at the Royal Rumble, um, especially now with, with the Riot Squad being officially in the Royal Rumble. Right. I mean, Nia Jax and Shannon Baszler are officially in the Royal Rumble. Yep. So what are you going to do? Are you going to, I mean, Peyton Royce is officially in the Royal Rumble. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Put together a makeshift tag team of, I don't even know at this point because, you know, I think Dana Brooke, um, and Mandy Rose are officially in the Royal Rumble. So, I mean, what's it going to be? What type of tag team are you going to put against them at one of the big four? So I don't think there's any chance we're going to see the two of them. Okay. The wrestle in a match other than the Rumble. Right. Uh, also, I just want to let all the wrestling fans out there know that 1 o'clock this afternoon, we will be joined live on the phone by... PAPW wrestler Big Jim Anderson. Uh, Jim's going to be discussing where he stands in his wrestling, where his wrestling future stands now after his surgery he just had. So we're waiting, we're looking forward to talking with him. But yeah, getting back to the Royal Rumble, I mean, it's, you know, like you said, it's, it's the first one of the big four. Um, always, always a good pay per view. I, I've always considered it a good pay per view. But with this pandemic now, I really don't know how good it's going to be from last year. Um, I mean, you know, a lot of the surprises might not happen. Like you said, the ones that are in Florida are staying in Florida. Um, oh, once again, that's just, that's just my thought. There's nothing saying that you can't go to Florida three days before you can go to Florida next Friday and test for COVID. I don't, I don't know the travel restrictions into Florida. The only information that I base it on is what's the travel restrictions coming into Connecticut and what they are from the other 48 states or six states, whatever it is. Right. I have no idea what the requirements are in Florida. They allow fans at football games in Florida where they don't allow you to have more people in a fucking room here in Connecticut. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Now, I just assume for safety reasons, I would imagine 
that most people that are in that are going to be involved in a Royal Rumble are already in Florida. I, that's not a fact. That I have not read that anywhere. I haven't talked to anybody that works as a, at a maid at a hotel that says, oh, yeah, these 37 superstars are living here for a week. I don't know that. That's just my best guess. But that would make sense, though. And, um, yeah, but, you know, it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, who else is going to enter, who else is going to, you know, join. And, you know, what the WWE is going to do as far as the Rumble goes, you know. I mean, are, are they planning on a crowd at the football games today? Um, I, that I don't, I don't, I don't know. Because I noticed I, the Green Bay game is on at 3.30. Right, so they'll probably have the same <laughs> seven, eight thousand fans that they had, nine thousand fans they had um, in the stands last week for their home game. Um, I don't know what Kansas City does. I don't remember if there were fans in the stands last week. I just know for the Super Bowl that's also in Florida, they're having twenty-two thousand fans. Okay. Yep. So it's gonna be. It's going to be quite quite unusual, so to speak. I mean, last year when we saw the Royal Rumble and we saw the guys come out and the crowd was just totally amazing. The pops were, were fabulous. And like you said, even though they're typing in the, the crowd reactions where the faces get cheered and the rule breakers still get booed, you know, you're, you're still going to hear the crowd reaction, but it's nothing like when they're live. Right. Yep. So... But yeah, with uh, with SmackDown last night, like I said, uh, Friday night, I really didn't uh, get a chance to see a lot of the whole matches. I just saw highlights and stuff, and uh, I really think um, you're going to see some people that are having issues with each other. Like, I think, now we have the prediction show next week. Now, I think if... Daniel Bryan and Cesaro are having issues with each other, and they they're pro proclaiming that each one's going to win the Royal Rumble. I wouldn't be surprised if they came in one after the other. I wouldn't be surprised if Daniel Bryan started out as one and Cesaro started out as two. No, I don't see that happening. No. Okay. So, yeah, but, uh, I mean, last week was, was I mean, with, with SmackDown, it was just one of the, you know, like you said, it was just a thing where it just didn't do anything for me on the highlights I saw because it was just bad. It was, eh, okay. Raw, on the other hand, has been bad every week for the last few weeks, and they really need to, to start stepping it up. And I just don't well, know. How long have you been? How long have, I mean, not just us, but how long has that just been the regular sentiment about Monday Night Raw? Quite a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, even, I mean, you can go back to when they, you know, when they had live crowds, you know, a year ago. You know, ratings were, were starting to slip and. You know, in 2019, it was, you know, okay, you know, 
Well, give it give it time. They're they're going against you know they're going. I know SmackDown just went to to Fox and you know they shook up the rosters, but you know they're going against Monday Night Football. Okay, then January comes around and football season's over. Now it's the pandemic. Yeah, you know, and now you know. Okay, the SmackDown draw as much as it did. Compared to 18 months ago, no, maybe it's a little down, but, you know, it's not anywhere near as down um, as Monday Night Raw is, and Monday Night Raw's ratings, I mean, they had that one week in December where it was the, what, the worst Monday Night Raw rating in history of Monday Night Raw? Yep. Absolutely. I mean, we, we can't keep making excuses and you can't consider it over the last few weeks it's been it's been crap for the last 18 months yep and it's all about the writing it's all about the the, the storylines like we said you know they start off with a storyline and then it ends and something like that is what the fans really want to see they want to see the storyline continue to see where it's going to build up to Alright. Um give me a storyline that they were doing on Monday Night Raw that you wanted to see continue that they just stopped. Uh I wanted to see uh AJ Styles Miz. You know, I mean when his bodyguard interfered and then um, Morrison got involved, and I wanted to see where that was going to go. I don't even know what you're referring to. When he entered himself and made it a triple threat match for the title? No, yeah, well, that, and when he had him, when he had him on Miz TV, you know how they were talking back, how they were going back and forth, and but I wanted to see where that was going to go because I think that would have been a good match, Miz versus AJ Styles, because they're both. Right, and then it ended. But that's not a storyline. One show isn't any isn't a storyline. No, but they could have made a storyline out of it. They could have, you know. Okay, no, let, let, me, let me put it to you again. Name one storyline that they were doing that you think they should have kept going with that they just stopped. Oh, they didn't. That's the thing. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you can't, I mean, yeah, okay, so they just all of a sudden stop this storyline, um, Retribution, all of a sudden, boom, it went from a pack of wolves to four people, and then they did nothing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, confused people, so why all of a sudden they just stopped pushing them, but who cares? Right. You know, they, they took a storyline. And I mean, you go all the way back to Sister Abigail. I mean, it just seems like whatever their whatever Monday Night Raw is giving, we're just not. It's just not getting through to fans. Right. It just it's getting lost somewhere, and I think it's getting lost in the creative. It's getting lost in the booking, so to speak, and not knowing what to do with it. And like with retribution, when you say with retribution, 
you know, went from a pack of wolves to four people all of a sudden it stopped because they didn't know what they were going to do with them. Right, and it's also a matter of complacency. I mean, Monday Night Raw has always been the flagship show of professional wrestling. Always been, for years. Mm-hmm. And now it's not. You know, and look at the ratings, and it's not. SmackDown is. Yep. And nobody ever talked down to Monday Night Raw, you know, and now they're comparing AEW to the product. I mean, they're comparing, you know, TNA to the product. I mean, so somewhere, somehow, you know, it's like that that marriage of, of 30 years that, you know what, we're together for the kids for so many years, and now the kids are all out, and now you've got grandkids, and you turn and you look, and it's just you and your wife. Or your wife turns and looks at you, and it's just you and your husband. Yep. And you're just, you know, you're, you're getting up every day at the same time, eating breakfast, same time, having lunch, same time, dinner, the same time. You watch same TV shows every night. Eventually, if you don't change things up, it's going to get boring. Yep, and that's what's hap- and that's what's happening with Raw. Yeah, they're not they're not changing it up. Same old Monday Night Raw. Yep. Now I'm not- just just because three hours worked for years doesn't mean it's working now. Right. Now out of that three hours, you you've seen a lot of Monday Night Raw more than I have. Which hour do you think has been the best? Or has it all kind of equally sucked? No, no. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's hard to say. It's different for me. It's different each week. But when you look at the ratings of when more people are watching it, the first and second hour is up here and the third hour is down here. It's very rare that the third hour is the largest hour that people view Monday Night Raw. Right. Yeah, because I think, and we've discussed this before on the show, I think it's because of the time. You know, the third hour ends at 11. Just one second. Hang on, I just got a message from Jim Anderson. But I, see, the only thing about that is only 25, it only ends at, at 11 for 25% of the country. 75% of the, the other 75%, I mean, you know, it ends at 10, it ends at 9, it ends at 8. I mean, when I was in Vegas, you know, I, I tuned in at 8 o'clock to watch Monday Night Raw and it was, going, it was off the air. And I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, that's right. It started three hours ago. Right. So I, I don't think it's as much as you think of it being on so late. I, I really don't. Okay, wait a minute. No, hold on for one second. Why did that happen? I talked to Rick Del Santo. 
And I told him, I said, if he wants to call in later on, I give him the number. So he tried it, and he said they told him it'll charge. They'll charge him extra if he calls there. That's never happened before. I have no idea what you're even talking about. So. Oh, cause, no, I, I talked to Rick Del Santo. I sent him a message and told him if he wants to call the show later on, I gave him the number. So he tried to call just to make sure everything was going to be okay if he went, went to get through. And he said that they were going to charge him extra. Charge him extra for what? Hey, Jacob, thanks for tuning in. I mean, I don't know what it means. I'm just going by what he told me. That's never. I don't know where he's calling. I don't know. Why is he charging him to call your phone? No, talk shoe. I gave him the talk shoe number. You just said you didn't say that. You just said he said that it was going to charge him the call. I don't know where he's calling. Okay, well, I gave him the number to call talk shoe. And for some strange reason, they said it will it'll charge him extra if he calls there. I've never heard of that before. That's ridiculous. So, but we're gonna have to we're gonna have to wait and see. Yeah, me neither. So we'll have to see. I mean, I've never heard of that before, and that doesn't sound right. I know I gave him the right number, but we're just gonna wait and see because we're waiting on our call from uh, Big Jim. But yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty funny when I saw the thing with Paul Heyman and Adam. Uh, for some strange reason, last week I called him Adam Cole. It was Adam Pierce, and um, like I said, up until like two three weeks ago, I never realized that Adam Paul, that Adam uh, Adam Pierce was a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, I never knew that, and. Uh, he obviously hasn't had a message before, and I mean he's had a, he's had a match before, so I've never. I mean he doesn't. Not WWE. I mean he's been you know off the independent circuit for six seven years. Right. Like he's alluded to, that was the last time he actually ever wrestled. Yep. Um. You know he came up. You know through WWE as as just a regular employee and is you know part of WWE creative and is now in on-air personality okay yeah i guess he uh yeah like like you know like you said he wrestled independently i don't know if he wrestled in any of the other organizations or if it was just on the independent scene but i don't think he was i mean obviously he was never an aew but i don't i don't know if he was ever working with um you know tna um, before TNA became Impact, I, I don't, I don't think so. Um, the only thing that I ever read is that he was, you know, a, you know, a mainstay on, on the independent circuit for several years. Oh, okay. So, yeah, and he would just, I mean, if he was ever in WWE, he would probably just be a mid-carder anyway, because he, you know, you never really know what, uh, what kind of talent he had, because we never really saw him. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, Monday Night Raw, I mean, um, the, the go-home show this week for Raw. Hopefully. So apparently, Adam John Pierce, um, he's a former five-time NWA heavyweight champion, 
NWA British Commonwealth Heavyweight Champion and the PWG World Champion. He's a member of the NWA Hall of Fame and a former trainer and coach at the WWE Performance Center. Um, he's 42 years old. Oh, so he's so he's got credentials. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it Is yeah, six foot two doesn't for whatever reason it doesn't lose his weight. Usually it does. Well, no, it didn't lose his weight. Oh, okay. Said, his wrestling debut is May 16th, 1996, and he officially retired from in ring competition on December 25th, 2014. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so he was uh, part of the WWF then, and he was uh, a WWE, you know, as you said, enhancement talent, so. 
just one of those guys that. I know you didn't see it because you don't watch it at all. Um, but I will admit, I turned on AEW um, only because I had it recorded. Um, and I watched, they, they had the last match they had was a um, triple threat tag team match between three tag teams that are all part of their inner circle group of wrestlers that I think has like 20 people in it. Um, and trying to remember all three tag teams. I, I don't know. I think MJF was a tag partner with um, Chris Jericho. Sammy Guevara was um, tag team partner with Jake Hager or as people used to know, Jack Swagger. And then they had these other two and Ortiz and some other um, Spanish wrestler. And first and foremost, when was the last time you saw Oops. Sorry, the phone fell. Um, oh, God, I can't even remember when. <laughs> I mean, I swear to God, I mean, if you ever, if you can go on YouTube or whatever, you know, pull up, you know, an AEW and look at something recently, I mean, he's got, I mean, he's got a gut and, and, and the only way I can describe it is man moves. Yeah. Um, not that, that doesn't, I mean, maybe he's still entertaining on the mic. I mean, that's one of those skills that if you're good at, you typically don't lose. Um, and I, I, I don't know what happened to just, I don't know why people love AEW. I mean, they were, you know, in WWE, if somebody does a drop kick, and you know, you see it, I see it, millions of fans see that it barely hit them. And if it did got them, it got them on their shoulder. The announcers will literally now say, oh, he didn't totally get him with that drop kick. You know, oh, that was a glancing blow. There was one where Jack Hager, I'm going to call him Jack Swagger, just because I hit his shoulder and your fucking Tony Schiavone <laughs> and JR no Done match, and I, I realized. 
realize why I don't like Tony Schiavone, and I'm really wondering what the fuck happened to JR. Because he was never that much of a mark out for people. Right. I, I mean, I just, I don't, I just. And once again, there were wrestlers in the match that I knew. But I didn't care about when they were in WWE. Yep. But it's just. MJF wound up getting the win for Jericho and, and MJF with some cheesy ass roll up and holding of the tights thing. Right. We must be having some kind of issue with uh, Big Jim calling in for, for uh, to be on the show because there's. It's nothing's happening, so. Was he trying to? Is he supposed to be calling through Talkshow or your phone? No, he's supposed to be calling in through Talkshow. When wow. when Big Daddy was on that night that day, he called in through Talkshow as well. He had no issue getting through. But now, for some strange reason, I don't know why uh, Jim's not getting in. I mean, I. He verified the number with me before he came on, and I verified it with him. Yeah, this is the number that you have to call because I read it right off the TalkShoe page with the ID number, and he said that the call wasn't going through. Now, I don't know where he's calling from. I don't know. You know I mean, I don't know where he's calling from. If he has to dial a one or if not, so I gave him both numbers, the, the regular one and the one with the – the one in front of it, but well, anybody that makes a long distance call from their cell phone, you never have to dial the number one. Okay. Because even a local call on your cell phone is still a long distance call. Okay. I don't know why it's not working, but uh. That's that's just crazy. I mean, there's ever since they redid this this talk to you page, it's been it's been a, a a problem. But yeah, so yeah, with AEW, I mean, I've never been. We, we never had issues with talk show. No. Um, even with the new page when we did it at Dunkin' Donuts. Nope. So I'm gonna venture to guess it's your Wi-Fi where you live. Could be. Not not too sure. Because when we were on the Wi-Fi at Dunkin' Donuts, it never cut off. It never didn't record. It never just threw you out of the Wi-Fi because <laughs> Excuse me. You know, it was a strong Wi-Fi connection. The only thing I can imagine is that your Wi-Fi connection isn't as strong anymore. Well, could be. So, yeah, but as far as AEW and stuff goes, I mean, I've... I've seen highlights of certain matches, and I I wasn't impressed with it, you know, because you can really tell when they miss something or something doesn't go according to plan, like you said, with the dropkick with um, Jack Hager. But I was never really impressed with AEW from the start. You know, there's certain people that I talk to that think AEW is better than WWE. I mean, he and I know a couple other people that used to be avid WWE fans that like AEW because they say the storytelling is better. 
you know, they're, they're allowed to be more creative. Yeah. I don't see... Well, they're allowed to be more creative with their own matches and their own career in AEW, then they're doing terrible. Mike, how can you say that you don't watch it? Well, well yeah, I've seen... Yeah, that's true. I mean... I mean, you can't... I mean... You know, I mean, I can say that, you know what, I've tried watching episodes and I don't find find it as enjoyable um, due to the fact that, I, A, just like you said, you don't know anybody that's there. And then, B, the people that I do know, I don't like. I never did like right. them when they were in WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't watch NXT except for the takeovers. Because you don't think that a regular episode of NXT is worth your time. You know, I started watching NXT and yeah, they'll have, you know, a match or two a night that are just, you know, crap. But there's also those two or three matches a night that are like, holy shit, why are these guys still only on NXT? Right. That happens. That happens. uh, That happens, you know, you know. God strike me down, sorry, Mr. Mancini, but that'll happen at a PEPW show. If there's guys from New York that you attack you from New York that you've never heard of, like the first time we saw Waves and Curls, like, who the hell are these jokers? What the hell is this? Right. And then we saw them wrestle, then after it was over, like, that was actually a really good match. Yep, I remember. Yep. And it's this thing where, you know, it's like TNA. I've watched TNA before, and it's okay. I mean, it's not it's not something I would watch every week like I would do with Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. I would watch that every week. TNA, I watch it, you know, like they'll have the updates on who's going to be appearing on TNA, who's going to be wrestling, what matches they'll have. And it'll be like, oh, I want to check that out. And then I'll watch it specifically just for that match. See, I can't, I can't find TNA anywhere, so I wouldn't even know where to go to watch it. Oh, okay. So I don't know how you watch it. Well, I, I watch, you know, like the updates I get from Monday Night Raw and uh, what you call it. On, uh, uh, sometimes they'll have the TNA updates and they'll have it for like an hour. They'll they'll show certain matches. And, you know, rumor also has it that Tony Khan, the guy that owns AEW, I guess he plans on buying TNA. I mean, I don't know if if that's truth to that rumor or not, but, I mean, Kenny Omega is already over there, I would presume, because they said something about he was going to be defending the title on a TNA show. Yeah. But just like, um, from what I read, he's on loan to TNA to help TNA, and then TNA loaned the Good Brothers, Luke and Gallows, um, to AEW, and that's how AEW is able to reform their the, the Bullet Club. 
Um, which is stupid because, you know, how, okay, you, you can't form the NWO and say you're the NWO if you're, I don't know, we'll just our truth um, well, New Day. The New Day can come out in black shirts and say NWO. They're not the NWO. Right. Okay. The Bullet Club wasn't AJ Styles, Gallows, and Anderson. Yeah. It wasn't Nakamura. It wasn't Finn Balor. The Bullet Club is something that belongs to New Japan. And these are all just various wrestlers at certain times were part of the Bullet Club. Yep. So for them to come over and do the uh, the whole Bullet Club thing in a you know AEW, you know, okay, watch just you know take you know I don't know Jericho, Moxley, Omega, and I don't care anybody else and just say they're the four horsemen. Oh. Huh. Yeah, I, I can see what you're saying. That's just stupid. Oh. Oh, yeah, I mean, they, they need to get um, some originality. You know, like you said, they're, they're bringing over the Bullet Club. They want to do that, this, that, and the other thing. I, I was, I mean, even when they were in WWE, they were a good tag team. Anderson and Gallows, but I don't think they were a great tag team. I mean, they were good. They were tag team champions at one point. They got reunited with AJ Styles when they came to w when uh, they came to WWE. They were, you know, a good tag team. I just don't think they were a great tag team. And they went to AEW, and they'll probably have a better career over there than they had in. They're, they're not, Mike. You don't. They're not in AEW. They're in TNA. Or TNA, excuse me. TNA. <laughs> I apologize for that. But, um, yeah, they, you know, they could probably be an even better tag team in TNA and get more notoriety there than they would in WWE. So, but keeping back in the... Uh, the spirit of the Royal Rumble and Monday Night Raw and SmackDown and everything. What, um, is there anything? Is up oh, just one second. I believe, I believe this is our caller right now. Is this big Jim Anderson? What's going on there, Mikey? How are you? Hey, Jim, how are you? This is, uh, Mr. Trivia and the notes to Greg. Uh, well, thanks for calling in. Uh, sorry you had some issues there for a moment, but we're glad you're in. Sorry, brother. So, how's, everybody, how's everybody doing today? I'm doing all right. Greg, can you hear him okay? I can hear you. Oh, just a second, Jim. Greg says he... Yeah, it's almost the same thing that happened when, when Big Daddy called to talk to you. I just... Just how it comes through on my end just doesn't... Isn't that loud. Okay, well, let's... uh, Let's try it again there. Uh, Jim, um, one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show today is to talk about your career. Um, you've always been a great interviewer with me and the Top Rope Report as well. We've got numerous interviews from you at indie shows. Um, your career has spanned quite a while on the indie circuit, and uh, 
Now you've hit a roadblock. Um, what's the status of your wrestling career now? I'd love to see you come back because you're one of the best big men on the indie scene. Uh, I appreciate the compliment. Um, this will be my ninth year going in. Uh, I um, just had some spinal fusion surgery done uh, November uh, 13th. Um, just a freak thing. I uh, had, you know, had some problems back there that I didn't know about. And um, I, you know, was hanging out with a, another good wrestling friend of mine, Lucas Sharp. Uh, we were hanging out one night, went for a ride in his car. I got out of his car and said, hey, man, my leg feels like my foot feels like it's asleep. And uh, that that sleepy feeling progressed up my knee and uh, forced me into, uh, you know, going into the emergency room Monday, uh, Monday the 9th. Uh, they couldn't figure out what the hell was wrong with me and actually thought I was having a stroke. And um, eventually uh, they uh, figured out that I had a, some, some spine damage that needed to be taken care of. Uh, and I had crushed some nerves. Uh, they went in took care of what they needed to take care of. And, um, I'm on the mend as we speak, uh, physical therapy is going very well. Um, I'm working with the athlete factory in Newtown, Connecticut to, uh, start my training back. Uh, I'm also training at the universal gym over here in Waterbury, uh, both working with me, uh, sort of as a semi-sponsor thing. And, um, you know, just trying to concentrate on getting my health back and getting myself back in shape. And, uh, and, you know, this is, this is what's, you know, this is my life right now for the next few months. Well, the top rope report wants to wish you a very speedy recovery because even with this COVID going on and nobody's doing anything for with wrestling and stuff, do you think that that will give you extra time to train to get back in or your training methods really I, don't change? Uh, I think uh, just like my uh, my friend Richard Holiday was taking uh, the extra steps to be the absolute best that he can be. Uh, for me, I have to try twice as hard because you know, as you know, I'm I'm uh, you know 10 to 15 years young, older than a lot of these guys that are that are coming in now. Uh, with me turning 43 next week, so um, you know, I'm just trying to, uh, to trying to defy the odds. I, I don't want anybody saying that my age is an excuse for me not to get in shape and be and be ring ready when it's time. Right, uh, Greg, you're able to hear it now. A little bit. I mean, so I can hear him a little more. Okay. Yes. All righty. Yeah. Um, I mean, the last time we really spoke, Jim, uh, with an interview was when we did the interview at the Mohegan Sun show. And um, I've always tried to get you on the show. You know, there's been some problems trying to get certain people in. Like we had Big Daddy on a couple weeks ago, and he didn't have an issue calling in, but you had an issue calling in. And, you know, like I said, in my opinion, I believe you're one of the, not just in Connecticut, but I believe you're one of the best big men on the indie scene, period. And when I go to a wrestling show and I see Big Jim Anderson on the card, it's like, oh, we're gonna get some, we're gonna get some rough, tough, hard hitting action here, and you know, I gotta, gotta put the question out to you there, Jim, and I've been meaning to ask you this. We haven't had the both of you on. How's, how's the in ring relationship with uh, Bull Dread? Uh, listen, uh, 
you know, I've, I've uh, never liked bull. I never will like bull. And uh, that's just how it's going to be. Um, and at this point in time, I'm just looking past that to be the absolute best big man that I can be. Uh, and in order for me to do that, you know, I have to give credit to my trainers, Mario Mancini and, and Paul Roma, uh, Big Steve, and, uh, and, and Paul Perez for um, just sticking with me through the best and the worst of times. So it's just uh, right now I don't, you know, give a crap about uh, Bull Dread. I don't care what he's doing. I don't care what he's preaching. Uh, it's, it's about me. And uh, personally, I don't want to hear his name for the rest of the show. You got it. You got it, Jim. Greg, any uh, any questions for Big Jim? Well, I'm, I'm scared now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I mean, it's great we're talking about where where uh, Big Jim Anderson might be going, but why don't we talk about more where you've been? Where, where did it all start? I mean, when did Big Jim Anderson, you know, let Bull go on and, and decide that he wanted to go into wrestling? So, uh uh, I don't know if you guys know, uh, I know, but a lot of people do know, before I started wrestling, I was a uh, touring uh, musician in a punk band called Two-Fisted Law. Uh, still am. We're actually currently working on our third record as we speak. Um, I got home from a tour. I was working out in a gym in Brookfield, Connecticut, and a uh, very, um, very hyperactive, very positive uh, person by the name of Jay Busta, otherwise known as Randy Sean. Uh, him and I had got into a conversation about professional wrestling. Um, and he was like, man, you'd be great. You're a good big man. I'd love to work with you. And uh, he kind of took me under his wing. And uh, I managed him on my first show uh, when I was 34. Uh, so what's that? Nine years ago. Uh, going on nine years ago now uh, for Northeast Wrestling. Uh, he wrestled a, um, a bunkhouse match versus Ron Zombie. And uh, that was my first foray into professional wrestling. Uh, I was a member of the Platinum Entourage by that point, being me, uh, Randy Sean, and Showtime Stevie Stamos. And we were that. the heel faction. Yep, we were the heel faction for AEW for, for quite some time. Uh, and I was really privileged to be there, and I want to give a big thanks to Mike Lombardi for giving me my start. Because if it wasn't for Mike Lombardi getting me there, and 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 Randy seeing something in me, I wouldn't be here now. Okay, I definitely remember the Platinum Entourage. Uh, that was uh, a very good faction, Greg. They were kind of equivalent to um, uh, Evolution, only minus one guy. I mean, when they went in the ring, they were respected. They were feared because you knew what was not only because it was Big Jim, but Randy Sean, excellent talent. Stevie Stamos, excellent talent. And you put all three together, and it's a, it's a major remedy for success. So, but, yeah, I mean, where does, um, you know, how is really, though, the big, the big thing with the wrestling now that nobody's really going with no fans or anything, how has the COVID-19 pandemic really affected you? I mean, some of the wrestlers are like, oh, man, I can't wait to get back in the ring. Uh, I got to – I'm missing on some of my training because with all the six feet social distancing and everything, has it really affected you that much or are you just going about what you got to do just to get back in and be the best you can? 
Well, I mean, er, you know, early on it, it, it hit hard. Um, you know, as you know, uh, XWA had been running. Um, and, and again, shout out to uh, Mike Antonucci and Jose Garcia. They were running uh, socially distanced shows every Thursday night, which was giving some guys at least an opportunity to go someplace and work. Uh, Paradise Alley as well was doing their best, uh, you know, to provide, um, you know, some great entertainment for the fans out there because, you know, without fans, you know, you know, we're nothing. And then, you know, when the pandemic really got hit and a lot of things went into lockdown, um, you know, people that were able to train were able to get in there and train, you know, unfortunately for me, uh, you know, my back, this, this thing with my back hit, um, you know, uh, at a kind of, it was literally out of nowhere. So it was, uh, you know, right now, uh, I ended up, taking the pandemic as, uh, you know, and surgery as a chance for me to, um, kind of go back through and, and, um, you know, decide on how I was going to, you know, uh, come back and attack things and, uh, concentrate a little bit on fixing some things in my personal life, which, you know, really needed to be done. And, um, you know, and, you know, just try and come back more confident and standing tall. And that's pretty much what you need to do at this point. You can't let, uh, you just can't let it keep you down. You know what I mean? This isn't going to be forever. Um, you know, obviously we got, you know, there's vaccines and stuff that are out there and hopefully by the summertime, we'll see some real shows again. So, you know, we just got to stay hopeful for the future. Yep. Greg, anything else so, for Big you know, Jim? Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, I've always, I've always admired um, Big Jim as a, you know, me being a big guy as well. I mean, I couldn't do the wrestling that these guys do. That's why I sit here and I do the podcast and I get the guys out there so that they can, uh, you know, get their name out. But Jim, if you could have one more match in your entire career and then sit back and say, okay. Now it's time to settle down and, you know, retire. Who would it be against? Oh, Richard Holiday. Okay, that that would be an awesome match. That yeah, would be Richard Holiday. You know, definitely, uh, you know, definitely want to go. I mean, if, you know, if, if it had to be, you know, a straight match, uh, definitely Richard Holiday. If it had to be... Uh, something a little bit outside of the box, uh, more of a hardcore, you know, style match. Uh, probably uh, the one person I've always wanted to get at and still have not had the chance is Ron Zombie. And, uh, you know, I'd love to, you know, see how, how crazy him and I could get, you know, at, the, at this point. Yeah, that would, that would be something interesting. Uh, two more quick questions, Jim. Do you, um, and tell me what you think. Do you still watch the products? Uh, I do. Which which one do you um, which currently? One do you well, right right now. Um, so you know, if we're, if we're going to base it off Monday, Wednesday, and Friday nights, uh, I I I watch more of the highlights from Monday and Friday, and really zone in on um, Wednesday nights uh, because, as you know, a lot of you know familiar faces that you know that are from from our scene from the Northeast are now getting their chance to uh to get out there and, and uh, you know and and do their thing 
you know, we see August Gray, you know, who is Anthony Green. Anthony Green was my first major match, and now he's, you know, over on NXT doing his thing. And, uh, you know, I got to give him a lot of credit. You know, there's a lot of guys out there um, that are really putting in their time. You got a lot of friends of ours, Mike Verna, Bear Country, uh, Davey Ann, um, you know, uh, a shout out to my ex-tag team partner, Zach Clayton. They're heading down to AEW and getting opportunities in AEW, um, which is great. Um, the AEW product I find amazing right now. I really enjoy it. And NXT is just outstanding, uh, you know, both sides, women and men. So, you you know, you it gives you a real education as to how, pe- how seriously people are taking their careers at this point. Excellent. Uh, all right, Jim. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to, to join us here. It's always been a pleasure for the Top Rope Report to – discuss wrestling with big jim anderson you've always been one of my favorite big guys you probably always will be in the business and um where where can wwe find big jim anderson on social media uh you can find me at um right now instagram uh you know uh at uh hold on here i I gotta look i don't even (laughs) uh, i'm getting i'm i have to put my glasses on hold on let me uh do the old guy thing uh okay (laughs) The old guy thing. Where do you get to be my Yeah. So you can find me uh, at uh, Jim Perella, um, which is obviously, you know, is my shoot name, Jim Perella on Facebook. And uh, and as far as Instagram goes, um, uh, I think it's Jim underscore Perella, if I remember correctly. Uh, nope, Jim Perella, all, all, all small, uh, all small letters. Um, on Instagram, um, I do uh, have new prophecy stuff going out. So if you go to um, prowrestlingtees.com, you can and backslash Jim Anderson. I have shirts uh, shirts coming up there. Um, I do have some original Dave Cole designs um, in the process of being made as we speak. Uh, I have all sorts of uh, new stuff in the works right now, as well as Two-Fisted Law, my band, um, uh, named after the old same the old John Wayne movie. Uh, we have new music on the way, uh, and hopefully that will be up soon as well. Great. Good luck in your music career, and uh, looking forward to seeing you back in the ring, hopefully very soon. Hoping, hoping to get some clearance by June, and, uh, you know, to see where I'm at, uh, and just looking forward to being back out there in front of the fans. And, uh, you know, just getting back out there and, and uh, you know, destroying people. That's what I do. There you go. All right. Big Jim Anderson, thank you very much for joining us. It was a pleasure to have you on the show again. And uh, hopefully we'll do this again real soon. It was a real privilege, guys. Thank you very much for your time and respect. All right. Thank you. Take care. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. You too. All righty, Big Jim Anderson. Unfortunately, he was he uh, couldn't get through till later on, and uh, kind of glad that he did. So, but yeah, it was nice to hear from Jim, and uh, you know, know that oh, yeah, definitely, definitely nice. that he's going to be. Uh, you know, the doctors are kind of optimistic about him, and he told me uh, off off air that uh, they think he's going to be back in the ring. You know, spinal fusion's no joke. Edge had it, and he made a return. So. You never know. You know, and, and, 
something, I mean, my father got into a really bad car accident, I mean, many, many, many years ago. Um, long story short, he was in a small Hyundai Excel and got rear-ended by one of those big-ass brick of a limousines. Um, and he had to have spinal surgery, and you know what? It's just like any other surgery. Some days you're you're feeling like a million bucks. Other days you're feeling like you're two feet in the grave. Yeah. So, you know, it's something that, you know, one day he can wake up and he can do a gauntlet match against 12 people. And the next day he might not, he might hurt his neck stretching to reach the shampoo in his shower. Right. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's kind of iffy with, with different kinds of surgeries. So... Anyway, yeah, so next week, the Royal Rumble, the prediction show, <laughs> will be, uh, look, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, oh, round one. No, uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, so um, just by looking at the card right now for the Royal Rumble, if you were to give it. Yeah, all, all four matches and some of the entrants that are in the Rumble on both sides. Right now, I'm thinking, eh, could be a good one. I mean, if the mat, if the individual matches, the title matches, if they're good and they hold true to form, because we know the Royal Rumble is going to be the last match because that's the longest one. That's the longest match of the of the night. So. I mean, I don't really know what to what to make of what's going as far as what's going to be going on with the Royal Rumble and the matches that they have right now. Hopefully, they'll get more singles matches, or maybe add another tag team match or whatever, and you know, get more people. You know, maybe tomorrow they might have ten more people declare themselves in the Royal Rumble. We don't know. So hopefully. We'll get more people to get in there. Has there been any uh, any mention as to what's going to go on tomorrow night on Raw? Or? No, the only thing that I've seen was the uh, showdown or face-off between Drew McIntyre and, and Goldberg. Oh, okay. I haven't seen any. I mean, I haven't been on you know any wrestling pages or anything today as of yet. It's you know been. One of those, you know, overly tired mornings. I was up kind of late. Um, I know it's it doesn't have to do with well, right now it doesn't have to do anything with WWE um, or wrestling. But I, I I stayed up last night um, to try and watch the uh, um, Conor McGregor. Uh, what the hell is the guy's first name? His last name is Poirier. Um, matched at UFC 257 last night. And, you know, I, I didn't pay the $70 for it because I, I, I refused to pay that much money um, for a pay-per-view. Um, but a friend of the show, Rick Del Santo, sent me um, a link well, way back for the uh, Mike Tyson fight that they had a couple months ago. Um, so, you know, I, I logged you know, logged on to it, and it's it's an illegal feed. You know, somebody somehow pays for it and then streams it through a third-party website, 
and then you know the more people that are in the room weaken the signal um so i think during the mike tyson thing i think literally just before tyson um fought i think the most i remember seeing in there was somewhere just over three thousand people um so last night at no time were there i think the largest number i saw was 438 but you know so it you know like any weak signal through your phone or whatever you get that little you know little you know buffering thing buffering thing um and you know okay so in the middle of the match it freezes for five seconds or freezes for 10 seconds and then you'll go two five minute rounds and nothing will happen and you know but you know so gets to the main bout and a minute 37 into the first round it just it froze i mean the screen just froze there was no little night rider bar that i like to say little dots that bounce back and forth yeah that little circle thing that buffers and i'm just i'm waiting for that and nothing it just froze wow and so I refreshed the page and it just said not connected and i waited and waited and waited and waited and waited and then finally it came back on when they were interviewing um the winner, which was Poirier, or Poirier, however you say his name, um, as he knocked out um, Conor McGregor in the second round. Um, so I was a little tired this morning, so I haven't really been on dirt sheets. Um, so I haven't seen anything extra or anything more um, advertised for Monday Night Raw. Oh, okay. I had to think there for a second as to why the hell I got on that story. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't follow UFC, so I, I mean, I would have never known Conor McGregor fought unless, until they posted it on, or until you posted that thing on uh, on Facebook about the about the feed. But um, that's too bad he lost, huh? But, yeah, I mean, even, even just for the, you know, two minutes of the first round that I saw. I, I mean, I've seen him fight other matches and he just, he didn't, he didn't look right. You know, it didn't, he even said he just, you know, he hasn't fought in 18 months. Right. You know, just like three months ago decided or four months ago decided he wanted to start fighting again and started training. Okay. You know, he's like, he just, he's not active enough. And he says, you know, he'll get back to where he needs to get to. It's just yeah. going to take more matches. Yep. So, all righty, Greg. Well, we've come to the end of another live edition here of the Top Rope Report. Uh, usually, when we have a guest on, um, there is no Nuggies news, so I presume there wasn't any today. Because usually when we have a guest on, we usually don't have it, and I'm kind of bummed because that's usually the best part of the show. But, uh, all right, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. Who do you like today? Who, who's in the Super Bowl? Who's going to go to the Super Bowl? Chiefs, Packers. Okay. You guys heard it here first. Nokester got Chiefs, Packers. Okay. Technically, I know you think it's going to be the Bills, Packers, right? Bills and Brady. 
I think Tampa Bay. So you, know you know the team that Brady plays for, huh? Yeah, Tampa Bay. I think I think Tom Brady's just gonna come. I mean, Tom Brady in the playoffs is Tom Brady, just like Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. So it's gonna be a shootout. I think both games are gonna be. I mean, he played 20 seasons and he only made the Super Bowl nine times. Yeah. So it's not like every time he's in the playoffs, he's going to make the, the Super Bowl. True. So, but but it's funny, though. If you think about it, in the past 20 years, Tom Brady has made the NFC Championship one time. And in the last 20 years, the Dallas Cowboys have never made it. All right, that's enough. <laughs> so, so we'll end it there. Uh, next week, our Royal Rumble prediction show. Um, so everybody out there, thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. For the Nugster Greg, this is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report saying thank you for tuning in. Catch you next week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.